show another episode ready to go they're gonna talk about the good and the trash and anything in between cherishing make-believe get ready for halloween it's the horror show i know you miss those guys tune in and find out what's on their list tonight they butcher and dissect take apart and mutilate listen to your two favorite brainiacs communicate it's the horror show Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Horror Show, a show that dissects, mutilates, dismembers, and butchers all of your favorite and not-so-favorite horror movies and other horror-related events. I'm Sean. I'm Joe. Hello, Joe. Hello, What's up, man? Hello, hello, hello. Um, nothing's up. We, we, uh, we, we watched Witchboard, which was Dead. the second worst thing that happened this weekend. With just behind uh, Chadwick, what is it, Bozeman? Is that how you say it? Chadwick Bozeman, yes, rest in peace. Fucking RIP, man. That's fucking crazy. Having cancer for four years and filming like six movies. Yeah, I mean, honestly, incredible. And not like nobody in his camp leaking that. Like nobody it's, had any clue. Total surprise. Insane. Insane. So, and the RIP fact that he was going to. Uh, to like children hospitals that whole time, yeah. knowing that he was going through it too. I mean, we lost a good and, one. Yeah, man. And um, a lot of fucking assholes online. I guess he posted a picture like kind of recently, and he was uh, super skinny. And people were like, "Oh, you idiot!" <laughs> yeah, they're 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 calling him the Crack Panther, dude. Jesus Christ. Which which which? I mean, you know. Like, I get that nobody knew he had cancer, but, like, he's dude. also an actor. So, why, why would you just not think it's for a role? That's know? what I would... Why, that's what... Dude. Why go the insult route? That is literally what I was thinking. That is exactly what I was fucking thinking. Because <laughs> I saw the picture and I, I was like, oh, I would have 100% thought he was doing some amazing role. I would not have even thought twice about it. And then I saw people commenting about how, oh, I remember... When people were taking jabs at him and he had to delete the photos and all the comments. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with me? That's, that's the fucking internet for you. <laughs> well, Witchboard we did. Then then we watched Witchboard. And uh, um, this is my least favorite type of movie to do for this show. Okay. Because it's it's perfectly fine. Like I did not I did not hate this movie. <laughs> it, it's just, it's just, it's fine. Like the guy did a, good, a nice job. I don't, so, it's not going to be like, I don't, I don't think it's going to be much fun to pick apart because I thought it was a decent so, low budget movie. I thought, <clears throat> I thought it, I did not like it, but not because it, I wanted it to be bad and I wanted to have something to talk about. So I think that was partially the reason. Um, and it did not give me that. It did not give me anything to talk about. Um, but while researching this, I found two reviews. Let me see if I can pull them up here. Okay, so I found two reviews that I think sum up exactly how I felt. One is Eleanor Ringle of the Great Falls Tribune <laughs> noted that the film began as a fairly efficient horror movie. Totally agree with that. At the beginning, I'm pretty much in. But after a careful, unnecessarily complicated buildup, the film falls apart. <laughs> and I, that 100% was my reaction to it. It it started out, I was like, oh, I'm in. I'm in. Especially after Witch Trap, you know? And, sure. and then 
it just got increasingly more complicated with not that many kills. And then it ends. And you're just like, what the fuck? What the fuck is this? Uh, the other the other review I saw uh, was the Miami News. Deborah Wilker wrote, Midway through this nonsense, you give up hope, hoping that Witchboard will emerge as one of those so bad it's good horror flicks. At first, the potential seems to be there. But as it unfolds, Witchboard just, became, just becomes plain dopey. And again, like that's right where I was. I was hoping for so bad it's good. It had the elements there. And then it just kind of like, to me, it just trails off and it's just kind of nothing that that sums it up i i didn't think it was bad like i said but it's not like when you think of movies like the exorcist or something similar in that vein it's certainly not even close to that fucking tier so it's just there i would much rather have been so bad it's good and the kills we're so few and far between so few it's fucking ridiculous so few And, and you know I, this movie had so many fun. Some most movies we watch, there's not much information about them. There's not even that much behind the scenes, you know, like stories, which are the best part. This thing, I, the director must have wrote it all. I don't know. This thing's this movie's Wikipedia page is enormous with stories and and the the, the stories are written so poorly. That's why I think somebody that was involved in the movie wrote them. It's insane. It's insane. And there's just stories that I feel they put out there to make it seem more uh, campy than it actually is almost. I, I wrote a bunch of them down, so I'm going to talk about them as we, as we do the movie. But it's just really bizarre. And this director, as we noticed in Witch Trap, has, has, a, real, has a real flair for... Uh, he loves a good putting like a theme into a movie, right? Like in Witch Trap, it was very religious and and I still don't know what the message was, but there was a big element of it about atheism and being a religious person, I guess, Christian, right? And, And in Witch Trap, that was a central theme. And in this one, I didn't think that there was a central theme until I read the Wikipedia page, which has... Which has a 400 word thesis on what the theme of this movie was. <laughs> and, and, and it's insane. I, I don't even want to read it all, but basically, he felt the central theme was the bromance of Jim and Brandon, who, who we will I'm, meet. I'm very glad because that was a very Top Gun esque bromance. Like the whole Dude. time, I was like, just make these guys lovers. Like, are you kidding me? I, I, I have that note. Just let them fuck. Just let them do it. Because it's insane to have Tawny Katane in the middle of it. And those two so focused on each other that they're like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, dude those guys, those guys share more screen time than anybody. And they talk so incredibly close and so passionately in every fucking scene that they're in. It's like, why were they not just lovers? I was so confused about who was dating who in the first five minutes. I had no idea well, what was. Sean, Tony Katane is sitting on her ex-boyfriend's like lap the first time you meet him. So you're like, oh, this guy is the ex-boyfriend. But then like five minutes later, she's in his bedroom being like, calm down. And you're like, what the fuck? What's happening here? I had no idea what the fuck was happening. It was insane. It was insane. Um, 
so that's the central theme. Uh, Tenny viewed the film about the board, who he sees as a character, forcing Jim to reflect on his relationships with both Linda and Brandon, the latter whom he had a falling out with. Once he, once he knew this was the story, it was easy for him to work around it with the stories he had researched about, which I will get into later. But this movie, he claims, is based on The Exorcist. <laughs> he saw The Exorcist. They re- yeah, yeah, they reference it. Because, well, first of all, the character's name is Linda. And then at one point, her boyfriend's like, oh, great, I'm dating Linda Blair. Which I thought was insane, because I didn't know Tony's contain. Tony Katane's name until after that scene, which is like 45 minutes in. And I was like, that's the weirdest joke to make when the character's name is actually Linda. Um, But he says a a word in this. I forget what it's called. But um, the douchebag Brandon keeps saying it. It's it's basically a term for when you're opening yourself up for um, possession. And I guess that directly comes from The Exorcist and has no no factual ground to it. <laughs> so technically, this is in the Exorcist universe. Interesting. And I don't know what canon means, but let's just say it's canon. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that's what it means. All right. <laughs> um, <laughs> the character- I'm trying to... I'm, I'm- Desperately trying to think of that fucking word that he had. Oh, I, I have it. Oh, written. oh, 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 um, progressive entrapment. Progressive entrapment. That is exactly it, and that comes from The Exorcist. <laughs> oh boy, the character of Jim was based on Tenny himself, and the reason he wrote him to be the reason he wrote him to be a construction worker was because he, at one point, was a construction worker. He said, he stated in interviews that despite it being a horror film, he sought to create a character-driven film. <laughs> Shit like that, crack. I mean, I, I mean, he, there was way more character development than there probably needed to be for all these characters. Oh my god. <laughs> Dude, I, I think I love this director because A... You are completely correct. He most definitely wrote this Wikipedia article. <laughs> and, and B, the whole time that I was watching this, I kept thinking of that trailer, which he clearly edited. It was like, from the director of Witchboard. And the whole time I was like, why would, like, because Night of the Demons came after this. And like, Night of the Demons is pretty beloved, you know? Like, why does he keep honing in on this one? It's <laughs> like bigging this one up. And I think, I think the answer must just be, because, I didn't read as much as you did, but he was pretty young when he made this, right? Like It was his first one. It was right out of uh, college. Okay. So, like, you know, for somebody's first movie, it's not that bad. So, somebody probably gassed him up. I was like, dude, this is, like, pretty good, you know? So, he just must, must keep, like, hanging on to those, those words that somebody gave him. I mean, it had a national release. So... You know, I mean, it's... it's yeah, it made 95000 member. <laughs> oh, wait, on this... Box office smash. Oh. No, no, no. So, oh, is this the one you were quoting? Okay, so they made... Um, so, okay, so I dove into that a little bit, right? They made 95000 in their limited release weekend, which was like 15 theaters. And okay. that was in December. Then in March, um, one of the distributors was like, okay, we're going to pick this up and we're going to put it all around the country. 
and they made 2.7 million in the opening weekend w- across the country. Okay. So not bad, but they probably bamboozled a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because because uh, then he said it was it was seven million worldwide, but it was also just seven million period. Like, it was seven million period, which is still, by the way, not great, and also. You know, open. That's that's all time. Seven million all time. <laughs> it was two point seven. And I oh, I did find the budget. Okay, so yeah, remember how I said the budget was like low? It wasn't. It was two million dollars. <laughs> so so <laughs> so they made two point seven. It was ta- cost two million to make. So it's it's regardless of the numbers. <laughs> it was not a box office smash. <laughs> Yeah, he made money off it, but a box office smash is... And barely any. Not enough. I mean, come on. Um, Yeah, I'm really excited for Witchboard 2. Enough for him to be able to make Night of the Demons. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited for Witchboard 2. There is a third Witchboard that he co-wrote, but he did not direct it. Uh, (laughs) Witchboard 2, The Devil's Doorway. Witchboard 3, The Possession. Which, like, they both mean, like, the same thing. I, I, I don't know. Uh, also, the fact that Kevin Tenney was a construction worker is alarming because of how he filmed what construction workers were doing. Because <laughs> if I had to guess, I would have said the director had never been near a construction site or knew what tools construction workers used. That, that's a great point. Dude, Jim, Jim is a construction worker, and I've... I'm not saying this tool doesn't exist. What I'm saying is there's no reason for a construction worker or a carpenter to carry around a hammer with an axe on the back. It's the most insane thing I've ever seen. What would that be for? Dude, I've seen that tool before. I I have, but he is using that to literally just hammer nails into a wall, which could not pose a bigger safety issue. That's, that's more what I'm saying. Like, I believe that tool, I would believe that tool exists somewhere in this world, but it's not for carpentry. <laughs> Dude. Not for, not for hammering nails. <laughs> swinging a hammer by your face with an axe pointed towards your face. Dude, I'm glad that you brought this scene up because I thought it was just me. Like, he is swinging that hammer so close to his face that <laughs> nobody who's ever swung a hammer would ever do that. <laughs> Especially Even one if with it didn't an axe. Have a hatchet attached to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it still has the, you know, like the nail prong. It's like you don't want that near your face. This one has a sharp blade attached. Have you? And also, I don't know if you noticed the the nails that he was putting into that drywall. How 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 damaged the drywall was around the nails. <laughs> and he and he was hammering them like all the way through. Dude, they he was like punching going them through. <laughs> yeah, well, they weren't going into a stud. They're just going right through the drywall. <laughs> Uh, all right. So with that said, let's kick this off. Um, oh, wait. I do have some other ones, uh, some other facts, which this is insane. So, again, I, bl- I do believe he wrote this because there was all there was a th- probable. Uh, I can't even guess. It was about three paragraphs worth of the running gags on site. <laughs> <laughs> On set, there was a new. There were numerous running gags that Wagner was mostly involved in. I don't. I don't know who Wagner is. Uh, I'll be honest. But anyway, um, <laughs> and this is only one of them. The rest were so boring that I, I didn't bother writing them down because I've never. 
I'd never heard of anything so stupid in my life. By the way, Tawny Katane was dating O.J. Simpson at this time. And I don't know why I need to feel the need to share that, but it's just interesting. Um, in, in one, in one of the pranks, Katane devastatingly believed on set that her poodle was accidentally run over by the props truck. But she was relieved to find that the dog was safe and it was only a gag prop with hair similar to her dog's laid in the road. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Wait, so they didn't just tell her her dog was dead, they actually ran over a fake dog? They ran over a fake dog that was just prop hair that they had matched the dog's color. (laughs) That's fucking ridiculous. I would leave that set and never come back. Joe, all the pranks are against Katane. And and the facts in this movie, I feel as if they were written to be funny, and they're all awful. They're all awful. And Katane requested that uh katane has a nude scene in this where she gets out of the shower and she said she felt so uncomfortable with the mostly male staff she asked them all to leave uh and and it was only um the cameraman and her and i think one of the the special effects guys and it said you know she got more comfortable and then allowed the director to come in and it said which caused a huge uproar because all the men weren't allowed to be there Of course they weren't. Are you fucking kidding me? This is fucking insane. (laughs) Fucking madness. And they were like, yeah, they hired her because all the men on set knew who she was. (laughs) This fucking nuts, dude. Like, (laughs) why are you putting this in your fucking uh, Wikipedia page? Sean, did we do a movie? I know this is a fact for a movie because I I wouldn't just make this up. But I don't know if it's one that you did or one that me and Tina watched but uh there's a movie where somebody felt really uncomfortable doing a nude scene so the compromise was that the director <laughs> the director filmed it while being nude <laughs> <laughs> so fucking ridiculous <laughs> i i that was not a movie we did uh i'm looking it up right now uh i, I want to say i want to say william hurt was in it i don't know why <laughs> Oh, God, these aren't even good. Um, no, it's not even coming up. We'll have to look that up, though. That's amazing. <laughs> I'm Googling it right now. I would, I would 100% request that. Well, no, I, I, I don't I don't need it. If I were a woman, I would request that. Like, you piece of shit. <laughs> like, if you want to sit here and watch it, you can fucking get naked also. <laughs> fucking creep. All right, so. It might, I, dude, I think, I'm, I'm sorry. I think it might be body heat. Body heat? Yeah. What the fuck is Body Heat? I don't oh, know. Yeah. Whatever page I just clicked on is definitely giving me a virus. You You and Tina definitely watch this. It's nineteen eighty one. Uh this is definitely your uh oh wait. He uh Dude, he co wrote Star Wars? Oh, the director of Body Heat. Koro Star Wars? Oh, what's his name? Um, oh, Lawrence Kasdan? Kasdan. Yeah. Oh, didn't didn't he direct the second? Didn't he do Empire? Uh, he might have. Yeah, I don't I don't know those that well. I, I think he did. That's crazy. Well, anyway, I'll look I'll look it up. All right. Well, this 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 film stars Tawny Katane. She's the biggest celebrity here, uh, and I'm 
I, I don't mean to disparage Miss Katane, but I'm pretty sure she was just famous for White Snake videos. Yeah, is that correct? <laughs> that, that is 100 percent correct. Okay, and 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 then this guy was like, "We're hiring you for your acting chops." Yeah, but didn't the White Snake videos come after this? Oh, did they? I think so, dude. I mean, she's actually not even that bad of an actress. I'll be honest with you. the the woman no, she's not. The woman in Witch Trap is way worse. And quite honestly, both men in this are way worse. These guys are equally terrible. Yeah. Um. So we open up with these guys. There's no one really else to know other than Vincente from Witch Trap is in this. Uh, you don't ever really see his face because he's wearing sunglasses and just talking like a gnarly dude the entire time. Um. Oh, I, I want to correct myself. White Snake was way before this. That's that's kind of what I thought because this was uh, eighty six. So yeah, yeah. And she was in Bachelor Party as Tom Hanks' bride to be. Oh really? Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Good for her. Um, so we we open at this party where Tony Katane is, and where we don't know who Tony Katane is dating because she's holding both men's hand. This is Jim and Brandon, who is real also very hard to tell apart. <laughs> Because they're just two idiots. Uh, and they begin arguing about, uh, I guess, the universe. Because uh, this is what you do at a party. And talking about uh, whether God created the universe or not. Uh, yes. I, 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 there's nothing to say. It's insane. It's insane dialogue. And J- Jim. Dude, who- Jim, Jim, gets, Jim gets so bent out of shape over the, <laughs> the, the most childish comments. He he is the most sensitive human being on earth. I it's so insane. It's so insane. He is but, insane. But Sean, but Sean, he the things that he gets most mad about, like uh, the, the blonde haired guy. What, what's his name? Uh, Brandon. Brandon. Brandon's like, yeah, Jim. I'm not surprised that you wouldn't believe in intelligent life forms because you're not one. Like something something as stupid as that. And he's like, fuck you, and like storms out. And then. And then <laughs> And Brandon's like, hey, "What are you gonna do? Go get drunk just like your dad?" Which, which, which is something that he says multiple times over the film, and something that probably should warrant a punch to the face. And Jim, Jim's not nearly as mad about that as he was about being insulted <laughs> as being called not an intelligent life form. Every single time Brandon brings up his father, which is about drinking, which I don't know if they ever talk about, but he just keeps being like, "Like your old drunk dad." Jim's basically like, "Man, whatever." when brandon's like hey ignoramus he's like jesus fucking christ yeah yeah. ready to throw hands dude jim jim when he loses his mind about uh him calling him like a caveman or whatever and he's like what are you gonna do get drunk uh guess what jim goes to the kitchen and immediately starts drinking whiskey and smoking cigarettes and and that's when Tawny Katane is sitting on Brandon's lap or near Brandon, not her boyfriend. And then she comes into the kitchen and is like, what's wrong, baby? And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? So I still assume Jim was the ex and she was like, I was like, oh, she's kind of playing up the ex thing right now. Yeah, same. Because Jim even makes a comment and he's like, I told you he was no good. Yeah. I'm like, Okay, so this guy's the ex and he like warned her about that. <laughs> but it's totally reversed. <laughs> Oh my god, it's amazing. Uh, 
And we also see Vincente in this and and some other guy who just loved to drink and make wisecracks. Vincente's back at wisecracking. That is his move, and uh, good for him. Uh, they start discussing, Brandon starts talking about the Ouija board that they have, which <clears throat> there is a uh, Wikipedia entry about the whole name of the movie, because the movie was supposed to be named Ouija, and change to which board the weird part about that and i it might be a typo in the wikipedia i don't know but it said parker brothers does not own the name ouija but for some reason they got confused and took out insurance and then had to change the name to which board <laughs> and fun fact that's why they changed the board randomly in the middle of the movie because they didn't have the rights to it they thought they didn't, but I guess there is no rights to it. So I don't. I... <laughs> Dude, that is, that's rich. That, that That's totally something our idiot friends would do. Be like, Dude, I think this isn't legal. And then completely change everything before checking to see if it's legal. Joe, that's how it's written in Wikipedia. I swear to God, I triple checked it because I thought I was reading it incorrectly. I read it like six times and one time out loud even because I could, <laughs> it didn't make any fucking sense to me. It could be a typo though. It could be that Parker Brothers does own it, which would make sense. But still probably should have checked that before you started filming with a Parker Brothers board. Before basing, yeah, before basing your entire film around it. Because <laughs> it's not like you can buy a Ouija board. Well, I mean, I guess you could, but they 100% just bought the box and, you know, <laughs> brought it to set. So <laughs> you would think somebody owns it and check. Uh, but anyway, um, and dude, and there's so much detail. Joe, he definitely wrote it. There's so much detail talking about, it, including his insurance premiums and and the bond, the, the insurance bond he had to purchase in order to cover in case Parker Brothers sued them. <laughs> I love it because because to your point, we've done like really well known movies that have fucking nothing for they give us no information to talk about <laughs> like everything we have to come up with on our own <laughs> dude like the, witch board the amount of a bond it, it was insane <laughs> and also who would even give a fuck about the bond the bonding of, of insurance for for using the ouija name <laughs> it was insane and also like why even change the name of the movie if you're using the board i don't know maybe just not to draw attention um, yeah, but boy, this guy loves the name witch without having a single fucking witch in any of them. <laughs> That's very true. And sorry, just to cut off again, the guy, the bad, the ghost in this, he's the same guy, right? As witch trap. He's most definitely <laughs> that fucking idiot. I can't even think of his name. Yeah. The guy with the beard. Yeah. <laughs> that was incredible. Like this guy, he loves going back to the well. Good for him. Um, <laughs> keeps keeps his uh, people fed. Yeah. <laughs> oh God! All right. Um, and think about it. This guy's making. You know, these movies were playing in theaters. If you're one of the actors, you're thinking. You know, if I stay with this guy, he might get me some fucking work. That's on them. <laughs> if they fucking <laughs> thought that, everything that's happened to him is on them. Oh my god. Um Oh god, yeah, that was amazing. So, okay, so yeah, they start talking about the Ouija board. 
Um, and these two dudes are literally passing Tawny Katane around. It's bizarre. It's bizarre. She's sitting on Jim's lap. Then Brandon's like, why don't you come use this Ouija board with me? And like, they're holding hands. And, and I was just baffled. And Jim's just like, <laughs> grumbling under his fucking breath. Jim will get even weirder as the movie goes on. It's it's insane. I, I honestly thought he might have been the one possessed. Um <laughs> Because it was so it was so weird. Uh, Brandon, uh, the ex, says he wants to call David, who is a dead kid. Can you imagine, Joe, <laughs> being at a party and some fucking asshole is like, yeah, let's call this dead kid I call all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I talk to you every night. <laughs> Go fuck home. Get the fuck out of this fucking party, you fucking weirdo. Like, what are you doing? I completely agree. Like, and it was like a pretty popping party too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like things were going, and people were like, "Ooh, Weisha, this is fun." And he's like, "All right, hang on one second. I'm gonna call this dead ten year old." <laughs> fuck. We've been bo- we've been bonding the past couple of weeks. Well, they fuck call him. <laughs> they, they call David, but Brandon immediately, uh, I want to say, hangs up, which I don't think you you can do, but he does. <laughs> Because he's like, oh, so sorry, wrong number, goodbye. And, and hangs up on the fucking ghost. And he's like, that, that wasn't David. He said he was David, but it wasn't. These spirits are liars. They'll, they'll just say whatever they want. Um, he calls again. David, are you all right? And fucking Jim thinks he's cutting wisecracks. <laughs> and is literally saying the most offensive shit. To, to, again, to the point where I would throw, I would have thrown Brandon out. But I would have also thrown Jim out. Because <laughs> he's like, David, are you all right? And Jim goes, yeah, just a little dead. That's all. <laughs> just, everyone get the fuck out of my house right now. <laughs> fuck are you doing? I, 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 I completely agree. <laughs> just a little dead. That's all. And he makes a few other wisecracks about the dead kid, which is insane. Yeah. And, and fun fact, it, it pisses the ghost off. <laughs> oh, pisses the ghost off so much he storms away. Uh, pops Brandon's tires, and then, and then Brandon's like, "This is all your fault, Jim. You made him mad," which I know is true, but is insane. <laughs> and Brandon's Brandon's actual line is, "Oh my god, those were brand new tires." <laughs> also, also, everybody in that house heard those tires pop, and they went outside and confirmed it. And that was like the end of it. That that would be like a life changing event if you if you were at a party and somebody contacted what he said is a ghost that he's been speaking with, and you pissed it off and it blew up your tires. That would that would shatter my reality. And everyone was just like, eh, "Time to go home now." Everyone, everyone, and Jim was like, eh, "You fucking idiot." <laughs> Jim literally makes fun of the Ouija board and calls it stupid the entire time until one of the stupidest things happens, and then he's like, "Oh my god." All right, I'm, I'm in, you son of a bitch. <laughs> of all the things, it's like way later on, and he's finally like, "Oh my god, the ghost!" Like, yeah. The ghost through the same this pe- plot. <laughs> it's the same plot as Witch Trap, except there's no board in Witch Trap. It's just a fucking Witch right. Trap. Also, there's another cop in this, as if it's a procedural. <laughs> 
Dude, um, dude that dete- I, for- I actually forgot about that detective aspect. Um, that's because that guy, he shows that, up three times. Dude, that cop character is so fucking useless. <laughs> There's zero reason for him to be in the movie. He shows up three times, and every time he's like, I'm keeping an eye on you, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's so stupid. Yeah, there's so many subplots because there's, there's like the pregnancy uh, subplot too. Dude, wh- what? <laughs> Which is literally just in there just so Jim could constantly be like, is she nuts or pregnant? They're the same thing, you fucking idiot. <laughs> What's the fucking difference? Like, he makes like four jokes like that. Wait, wait, wait. Now that I'm thinking about it, did she ever say that she was pregnant or did he just assume that? Um, no, she says it. She tells him. Okay, okay. She tells him, and he just, like, stares off into the distance while fucking, uh, hello, darkness, wild friend plays in the <laughs> It was like the sad Affleck face. <laughs> alright, alright. Because I, 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 at first I thought he just said it when he was talking obnoxiously close to, uh, Brandon in, in the abandoned warehouse. <laughs> Because because Brandon, he's like, is she doing all this stuff? And he lists like a thousand symptoms that nobody would ever display unless they're possessed by a demon. <laughs> and, and Jim's like, yeah, well, you know what else has those symptoms? Pregnant women. <laughs> like, I'm so glad you have it. I have the same. I have the same note. Zero of those symptoms are for pregnant people. <laughs> it was yeah. like, is there a demon like, scratching <laughs> at her stomach? Yeah, it's like speaking in tongues. <laughs> Jim has like the the worst. Jim has like the no handle on what pregnancy. Yeah. yeah, and like he never does. Does he ever even act upon any of it until they go to the hospital? Oh my god, no, he doesn't. He doesn't. And he's like, does nothing. Yeah, okay. Oh my god. Oh fuck, this is so funny. All right, so uh, they pop the tires. The ghost pops the tiles tires um we get a weird construction worker scene where uh uh vincente throws an axe at <laughs> jim's face for some reason um dude I, I i wish paul's on this episode because we know a guy that uh <laughs> threw a hatchet at a kid's face in his treehouse because he wouldn't pass him like a crayon <laughs> luckily <laughs> luckily the back end hit the kid in the mouth and only split his only split his mouth open <laughs> Instead of killing him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, and, yeah, that's really all we get. We just get the construction site. We see Vincente and Jim kind of hanging out uh, uh, ominously under this uh, uh, scaffolding. Uh, and we see an axe on top of it, so you assume something's going to happen with the axe. Sh- Sean, this director loves foreshadowing. Because... <laughs> Like we said in the beginning, the kills are very few and far between. And before the kills happen, he like zooms in on an inanimate object for a, a considerable amount of time. And you're like, oh, okay, <laughs> like, I, somebody's going to fall on this or this is going to kill somebody. I just choked on my drink. <laughs> it's true. Because <laughs> there's the sundial scene and the sundial's not in the shot. It like zooms all the way out just to go to that sundial. It zooms so tight on the sundial. <laughs> oh, what's going to happen with this? You'll find out in five minutes. 
Like you don't even need the kill. Oh, no, you man. don't. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, but yeah, he zooms in on this axe. This axe, which we're just like, uh, okay. Uh, Tawny's home alone and starts talking to David through the uh, Ouija uh, for no reason. Because it was left at her house. Uh, right, so she starts David. fucking around with it to talk to David. Uh, David does not like Jim, he reveals. And uh, she's like, oh, you know how to hold a grudge? And he says, yes, through the Ouija. Um we get a little backstory on Jim and Brandon, how they went to med school and Brandon is the ex and it, it takes fucking forever and they're just talking and it's just awful and, and it's insane. And I, Oh no, she, we haven't gotten to the pregnancy part, but uh, Jim goes back to Vincente and they're sitting on the, the drywall. And then for some reason, Jim gets up <laughs> And four sheets of drywall fall on Vincente's fucking face. And Which, by the way, the gore isn't that terrible, like, when they zoom in on Vincente's face. No, it's I wish there was cool. more of that. Yeah, there yeah. just needed to be a bit more of it. Uh, I don't know. Do you, I don't know if drywall would kill you, though. <laughs> if it landed on your face like that. And it didn't... <laughs> I mean, that's a great point. Because you can easily punch through... Layers and layers of drywall. Yeah, that, and it didn't fall from that high. No. I, I don't know if it would have killed him. Uh, and it, like, mangled his face. <laughs> it, like, destroyed him. <laughs> uh, That's a good point. Vincente, Vincente, or Vincente dies there. But one of the fun facts in Wikipedia was that the guy that played Jim couldn't stop laughing in this scene for some reason. And they had to reshoot it, like, six times. <laughs> Because every time it fell and killed Vincente, he just started laughing, uh, like, uncontrolled. Yeah, because, he, because, because he was probably thinking about how drywall would never kill a human being. <laughs> <laughs> That's, so, uh, one of my favorite stories uh, from our friend John Tooley was that he went and saw Home Alone 2 with his dad, <laughs> his dad and his brother. And there's the scene where they're they're laying, I think they're laying in a dumpster and Kevin drops like t- <laughs> like 3,000 pounds of bricks on them. Dude, uh, I, I know I know that scene well because it would just fucking murder them. <laughs> Dude, and John said his dad didn't laugh once in the movie except for that scene and he started laughing uncontrollably loud and yelled, that would kill them. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, my god. That- Dude, he's so high up throwing fucking tons of bricks on people. <laughs> throwing bricks at people is insane. Uh, so Vincente's dead. Um, and then David, uh, the ghost, tells Tawny the location of a lost ring. Which, kind of a weird scene also. She gets the ring out. Uh, she cuts her finger in a weird ominous thing. So you think something else bad might happen. But it doesn't. She's sticking her finger, bare hand, into that disgusting drain, and she uses a toothbrush. <laughs> Did you pick up on that? She uses a toothbrush to get the ring out? Yes. And she puts it back into the cabinet. And all you have to do, honestly, would have been just unscrew the other end of the pipe and fucking flip it upside down. Yeah, and then just turn it upside down. I know. <laughs> Trust me, I know. But, but instead, she, she sticks a, a toothbrush up there and puts it back in the cabinet without even washing it off. It, it honestly really irked me. It irked me too. And uh, 
<laughs> but it didn't irk me as much as when she gets it. I think she says something like fucking shit or she swears about something. And then Jim is like standing behind her <laughs> like a fucking psycho. He's like, what the hell's up with your body mouth? <laughs> He's so upset by her cursing. He's like, when'd you learn to talk like that? Dude, dude, that, that's that's one of the pregnancy symptoms that he says. Yes, yes. And he's like, and when did you take up plumbing? <laughs> Which might have also been one of the pregnancy symptoms. <laughs> Brandon's like, hey, has she been plumbing lately? Jim's like, yeah, that's what pregnant women fucking do. <laughs> fucking idiot. Also, calling that plumbing is a fucking stretch. <laughs> like, it was nuts. It was nuts. He was so mad that she knew how to take off the uh, the, the ring catch and the <laughs> the fucking sink. Oh my god! Um, then Jim just starts fucking crying because Vincente was killed, and and Tawny goes, "I never liked you doing that job. It's so dangerous. It's fucking carpentry. Like I know, I, I know there's safety hazards in carpentry, but it's not." It's not like working on an oil rig or working with toxic waste. He he's fucking. There should never be an incident like that. And you shouldn't be using a fucking axe as a hammer. Uh, Tawny wakes up. Uh, she smiles for some reason. I guess at the presence of a ghost, because it kind of went to killer POV. And I I think we assume somebody's in the room, and she smiles. And then she goes and barfs. And that's when she she decides that she's pregnant. She doesn't actually know, though. And she makes yeah, she doesn't take a test. Yeah. She makes sure to explain that later. <laughs> when Jim asks her, he's like, are you sure? And she's like, well, no, but <laughs> I have an appointment Monday. <laughs> what the fuck? Most well thought out movie. Uh, <laughs> the homicide cop shows up. I don't even have his name because it does not matter. It doesn't matter. And he starts talking about magic in, in way too long of a scene. And he's talking about magic. And he's like, hey, you know what the best part of a magic trick is? When they tell me how they fucking did it. Like, obviously, he's talking about the murder. And Jim's like, wait a minute. This isn't about magic, is it? <laughs> <laughs> fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, I've got a feeling this isn't about magic anymore. Also, that that death was like the least. It did not look like a murder whatsoever. It would have just been uh, anyone that would have saw it would be like, "Holy shit, that's a fucking workplace accident." Uh, and honestly, though, the only thing I have against that though is Jim. <laughs> the guy's like, "Well, you lost your hatchet, didn't you?" And Jim's like, "Well, it's a hammer." <laughs> it's like <laughs> if I'm a cop, I'm like, "Okay, well, it's not. You're a fucking asshole." <laughs> That is a good point, because the second time the cop shows up, Jim's just like, I guess it just disappeared. <laughs> I'd be like, okay, you're a piece of shit. You did this for sure. <laughs> of course it's a fucking axe. Are you nuts? <laughs> <laughs> like, you wouldn't construe the, you wouldn't mix up the two. Like, oh, no, it's, it's a hammer. <laughs> uh, Tawny goes back to David, uh, asks if he caused the accident. accident. He says no, but abruptly just disappears loses connection with tawny um she calls brandon to talk about it and she's like oh yeah jim's all jim's all upset and brandon's brandon's like hey 
that guy's never cried in his fucking life. I think <laughs> something's up. And I just so fucking good. Brandon, just fucking, they're in love. They're so fucking in love. He has to tell Tawny that. Um, Tawny then reveals she's okay. pregnant. What were you going to say? I was going to say, Brandon's the one that like, initiated all of it. He was like, oh yeah, how did that, how's he doing with that accident? And then just like spills the beans about everything. Uh, how he internalizes things and how he reacts to news. Yeah, yeah, it's it's bizarre. Well, Tony reveals she's pregnant. Jim, again, this is where it starts. Where he's like, "Oh, that's what explains why you've been acting like a crazy piece of shit." And she's like, "Oh, Jim, you're right," <laughs> which is insane. Tony then has a dream about with a casket and a Ouija, and then she gets choked. So, of course, she immediately goes to the Ouija and tells David she is giving the board back to Brandon, which he is not happy about. In the kitchen, David uh, sends a message to her by throwing a knife at the floor. (laughs) This is my favorite thing. (laughs) Of all the things he could do to her to, to send a message, he throws a knife on the floor, maybe like six feet away from her. And then spills ketchup on top of it. There's <laughs> <laughs> uh, a tea for time to get out. <laughs> <laughs> Tony goes, oh my God. And, uh, and then, oh, wait, this is weird. So the camera pans out to like a wide shot. I didn't realize how weird this was until just now. It pans out to a wide shot. And then we just hear Tony scream. <laughs> so you would think Tony is... In harm's way, but I don't think. Oh wait, no, she is. She did. She is, she does get in harm's. She just faints. I think something happens and she faints. Um, I believe, right? I don't know. I thought that. Was, I thought that was later on. So I, I, dude, I think a bunch of shit happens in the middle, and then because <laughs> when Brandon and Jim get together, they ignore Linda completely or Tawny Katane. Uh because the, yeah, because because somebody calls like the foreman. Yeah, and it's like something something terrible happened to Tawny. Yeah, and the guy still wants to continue his conversation with Brandon. It's insane. He's so pissed that the conversation's interrupted. Because <laughs> Brandon and Jim—that's the next scene. Brandon and Jim are talking about Tawny in the longest conversation that does not need to happen. And again, it's like. <laughs> It's a list of like talking in tongues and whatever. And he's like, yeah, of course she does that. She's fucking pregnant, idiot. And Brandon's like, Wait, uh, that's the next scene. I thought, I thought the, uh, the, the psychic showed up before that. No, no, that's after. Okay. So Brandon, Brandon's basically like, well, good luck with that. Almost like let the better man win. Um, and, and swearing more was one of the, one of the, was 100% one of the things and he was, that he said a preg- pregnant woman does. Um, but Brandon basically tells Jim that Linda is about to be possessed through this, uh, this, uh, whatever it's called. I forget the name. I have it written down somewhere in here. Just not where progressive. Oh yeah, here it is. They're all symptoms of progressive entrapment. And that's when he's like, yeah, they're also symptoms of pregnancy, idiot. <laughs> Fucking asshole. Um, Then Linda calls Jim, and you know Jim's like, "God damn it!" (laughs) And he takes it, and uh, he says David is scaring her, and he's like, "This, oh yeah, this is the scene where he finally believes her 
This is it. Of all the things, he takes the phone call and she's like, David, she's like, Jim, David's scaring me. And he's like, oh my God, baby, I'm so sorry. I'll be right over. I promise. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) Fucking popped some guy's tires, but your girlfriend for the 14th time being like, this guy, David scares the shit out of me. You're finally like, oh my God. Uh, and then oh yeah and then David looks at Brandon and is like alright bring your medium over tonight <laughs> that's all it took the medium is the best I love the medium she's great the most 80s style I've ever seen dude 80s incarnate literally if you could put the 80s in a human being and let them walk around exactly. it's her it's her 100% <laughs> uh they bring the medium over to their house, uh, and she becomes David. Uh, says he's mad at Linda because Jim won't let her talk to him anymore. Uh, Linda somehow fucks up the ritual, although I don't think she does. But Brandon's just like, "Ah, oh, Linda, you idiot!" <laughs> like she stands up. But really, Dude, nothing. I can't, believe, I can't believe how similar this actually is to Witch Trap when, when when you actually say it out loud. It's it is it's the same fucking movie. So I can't wait for number two. <laughs> uh, and then you know nothing really uh, comes from this um, medium. But when David drives her home, all of a sudden she's at the house. She's like, "Well, well, that was it. That was cool. Neat. See you guys later." And then they leave. And then she's like, "Hey, uh, you ever heard the word malfader before?" And Brandon's like, it's Portuguese for evil. How do you know this? She's like, ah, oh, you know, that, <laughs> that stupid kid David talks about it constantly. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Now you're bringing it up as you're being yeah, drunk. Th- such an integral part of, of like everything you're there for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you ever hear this word, Melvin? Oh, yeah, that fucking Also, idiot. Also, why, why would he know that that's Portuguese for evil? Oh, fun fact. It's not Portuguese for evil either. <laughs> Oh, you looked it up? I looked it up. Mal, M-A-L, is Portuguese for evil. I don't know what fader. (laughs) 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 Fucking idiots. Mal fader. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, maybe it means something else. I tried putting into Google Translate a bunch of different things like evil spirit, and nothing came up with it. That doesn't mean it's not (laughs) correct, but I mean... It's probably not. (laughs) And Brandon's like, wait a minute. David wasn't Portuguese. (laughs) Which might be my favorite line in the whole fucking movie. (laughs) It's the shittiest foreshadowing. (laughs) Oh, wait a sec. (laughs) Uh, She goes home and we see the sharpest sundial fucking ever made. It's fucking sharpened on one end. Fucking blade. (laughs) So dangerous. Killer POV chases our uh, medium up the stairs and hits her with a hammer or an axe, which, by the way, witch trap, they were throwing axes everywhere also. Yeah. Which is fucking bizarre. Why Why was that their go-to effect? Guy loves it. <laughs> and she falls out the window onto the stairs. It snorted so loud into the mic, so I apologize. Oh... <laughs> uh, well, Brandon wakes up. Uh, part of the deal with the medium, bringing the medium over, was he was going to take the board back from Tawny and uh, or Linda and uh, Jim. 
So the next morning, he wakes up to the news of the medium being dead, and he looks in the box of the Ouija board, and it is missing. <laughs> um, and we, we basically realize Linda's mostly possessed at this point. Um, I have a joke here, and it's so bad, I'm not going to say it. Okay. Uh, the cop is, uh, we, we cut to Jim, who's in his room, looking out the window, Watching the cop watching him while sensually eating oranges. <laughs> he has four oranges lined up on his dashboard and is like sucking a whole orange out of its skin in the scene. Uh, meanwhile, Linda is using the Ouija and is starting to throw her around. Uh, she starts screaming. Jim runs to her. It locks Jim out. Um. It knocks, and Linda gets concussion. She's knocked out. Jim puts her in the bed, which happens to be a water bed, which is insane to see on screen. I know we, there's a ton of 80s movies with water beds in them, but it's so insane. It looks so uncomfortable. I had one as a kid. There's zero support in that fucking thing. <laughs> what was the purpose of those? Doof had one. <laughs> he did. <laughs> Uh, well, they, uh, oh, also Jim throws the, <laughs> Jim throws the Ouija board out of a second story window and it lands perfectly <laughs> in the trash. <laughs> it's my second favorite fall of the movie. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. There's a fact about that fall, of course, but I can't wait to tell you. Uh, then Jim brings Linda to the hospital and they, that's where they learn she is not pregnant. So I guess that reinforces the fact that she's possessed. I guess through elimination, they've determined she's possessed. <laughs> it was either one or the other. Then the best part, this is when it just, you're, you're so confused about who's dating who. Because Jim and Brandon are now like, all right, let's drive to the Big Bear Public Library. Now, th this would be fine. But I Googled. They are in Fairfield, California in this movie. They reference that several times in the movie. I Google how far Big Bear was from Fairfield. It is an <laughs> eight-hour drive. <laughs> <Well> <laughs> from Fairfield to Big Bear. That's Sean, Sean, not, not only that, but Brandon told Jim that he was doing He's like, I'm going to go to Big Bear because that's where David lived and like I'm going to look shit up. And after Jim finds out that that she's not pregnant, he shows up and it's like the most cliche romantic thing where, where somebody somebody who scorned their lover shows back up. He's like, I'm here for you. You're not going alone. And that's, that's like pretty much how he delivers that line. And they go on that, that drive together. 100%. He's like, I can't let you do this by yourself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and now, now that that bitch Linda's unconscious. I can finally go. It it, it is a hundred percent that, and it's an eight hour dude. An eight hour drive. That's not a trip. That's not an investigative trip. That's a fucking vacation. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're taking a fucking vacation <laughs> together while your girl, your girlfriend or fiance, I don't know, is is in, like in a coma. <laughs> and by the way, she's the one that's fucking possessed and constantly is being targeted. Why would you leave her? <laughs> and they're both aware of that at this point. They're the only people aware of it. Everyone else thinks she <laughs> fell down. 
Oh my god, they look up David's cause of death once they get to Big Bear. And then they're like, <laughs> they think the best idea is to call his parents. <laughs> imagine, can you fucking imagine, dude, the balls on somebody to call you <laughs> about your dead fucking kid? And then they're like, oh yeah, I've been talking to him through a Ouija board. <laughs> and now he's real mad. <laughs> Was he hanging around with any Portuguese guys? <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> how how well was how how much Portuguese did David know? <laughs> None. Well, uh, that that doesn't go well. They don't they don't get a hold of the parents, so they come up with a worse idea, which is go to desecrate the graves. Uh, they go to the cemetery, <laughs> they go to the cemetery to get the address off the cemetery invoices. <laughs> <laughs> they go, yeah, they go to interrogate the, the care, the caretaker of the cemetery. Well, that doesn't work either because they go at fucking midnight as if, <laughs> as if it's going to be Sean, open. Sean, Sean, I thought that too, because they clearly stated their plan was to go talk to that guy and they showed up in the middle of the night. <laughs> they show up in the middle of the <laughs> night and Jim's like, uh, Jim climbs over the fence and is like, yeah, it's not open. Yeah. You should, <laughs> you should have known that if you had to climb over a fucking fence. <laughs> oh my God. Um. So then uh, Jim is like, well, let's just go look at the grave. We might, maybe we'll get information off of that. Uh, doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Then Brandon says the same line twice. And I think it's an editing. <laughs> he goes, oh, I got a bad feeling about this. And then it cuts and Brandon's about to climb over the fence. And he goes, oh, I got a bad feeling about this. <laughs> I think uh, I love this movie show. <laughs> no, it's one of those ones that when we tell it, it's so much better than the fucking movie. <laughs> um, they go over, they find David's grave, which of course has no information on it because it's a fucking grave. And, <laughs> and <laughs> but we do find out David's parents are also dead. And much like the rest of the movie, they just make the assumption. Brandon's just like, oh my God, they died in the same accident. <laughs> It's like, well, probably said that in the news article, I imagine. (laughs) Imagine leaving that bit of information out. (laughs) Not mentioning the other two family members. God, it's fucking insane. Brandon and Jim have a a little H to H here. (laughs) As as our friends say. (laughs) Have a little heart to heart. And it's not little. It's huge. And uh, I, I don't even know what the fuck they talk about. I'll be I'll be quite honest. They had a falling out at school at some point, and Brandon's just like, "You're the fucking best, Jim." <laughs> Jim's just like, "Brandon, you're so fucking smart." <laughs> it's just two guys hanging out, complimenting each other in a fucking cemetery. Well, back at the hospital, Linda wakes up, and her two fucking boyfriends are eight fucking hours away. <laughs> <laughs> but of course, she wakes up and hears David calling her. Uh, and then has a dream that the witch trap guy chops off her head with an axe. Yes. Joe, one of the notes in Wikipedia details the effects used in this scene. <laughs> As if <laughs> the <laughs> Joe, it's like, oh yeah, this stunt was used with a stunt man putting his head down where the shoulders are. 
<laughs> and then chopping off a foam head. <laughs> Imagine that being a reveal. Also, they used a real axe. They used a real fucking axe in that scene. And there there was concerns no about there was I- concerns <laughs> about the safety. Oh my god. Well, Brandon and Jim go, they buy a new Ouija board, which is the the new one. <laughs> Not the Ouija brand, but the off-brand Ouija board. Uh and David uh tells them evil is the one terrorizing them. So we learn through this insanely long Ouija session that David is <laughs> Dude, it's a fucking 10-year-old spelling things out. It's fucking awful. We learn that David has not been the one talking to them. Which, fun fact, we've literally known forever. (laughs) Yeah, the the psychic revealed that like an hour ago. (laughs) We've basically known this. uh, Because, yeah, anyway. But we learn it again. um, And David tells them, Malfader is her H E R and it takes them fucking 30 minutes to put this together (laughs) where they're like, wait a minute. That means here. (laughs) And of course, right. As they say here, a bunch of barrels uh, fall on top of them. (laughs) And Oh, and Brandon gets got with an ax to the face. Yeah. He gets killed. Also again, not terrible effects. No, not terrible. Not terrible. Um, Jim wakes up. It's also, it's also the third kill in like a three hour span. So yeah. <laughs> Brandon, <laughs> I mean, Jim, Jim wakes up and the Papa ghoul is still watching him. I don't know what he does to get away from him, but I don't know. He, I don't know, but he goes to the water. Why, and- why didn't he just kill them both? With the axe, right? You yeah. know what I mean? I mean, he's thrown axes every which way but loose, so I don't, I don't fucking know. Um, but Brandon goes to the water to grab something. I don't know why. Uh, and or Jim goes to the water to grab something, and then Brandon grabs him, and uh, Brandon's dead. So I don't know how he grabbed him, but Jim is fucking, <laughs> Jim is fucking sobbing. <laughs> That's so stupid. It's insane. Oh, boy. Uh, Back in uh, wherever, Fairfield, California, Linda takes a shower. We get the Tawny Katane nude scene. Uh, The shower goes on boiling. Um... Tawny, what does she fall through the glass? Does she jump? She, 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 she punches her. (laughs) Was the door locked? I don't know, Sean, because she was screaming like because the water was getting hotter and hotter, and I feel like her first instinct was to just punch through it instead of trying to open it, like a fucking I mean, rat. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, <laughs> eat your way. I could out. be wrong, but I, th- I honestly wrote that down because I'm pretty sure she that was her first reaction. I'm ninety percent sure. Also, that's why I kind of thought she fell through it. I don't think she checked for the door and was like, "Oh shit!" I'm pretty sure she was just like. Ah! <laughs> punching fucking glass. Also, like I've been, you know, who has not stepped into a shower and the water is like super hot? You, you just like fucking stand out of the way. It's not, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, it's not like you have to stand in the stream. Oh man! And this director <laughs> could handle that. <laughs> she could handle that way better. Oh, absolutely. 
The director loves these shower scenes too. This is the the second one. Yes. <laughs> um, it's ridiculous. Uh, and by the way, at this point, we have ten minutes left, and to me, <laughs> I could not even figure out how they were going to wrap this fucking up in ten <laughs> minutes. Those guys are eight hours away <laughs> in Big Bear. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, oh, oh, also, Linda sees the witch trap guy who's just like, <laughs> and that's the end of the scene. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jim shows up to her house the next morning and it's a fucking mess it's a disaster which again honestly so oh, one of the scenes we skipped over before when it was when she screamed and uh, the landlady was the one who found her right and, yes. and said she was scared uh, that was the landlady found her because she screamed could you imagine the, the house is torn to shreds <laughs> every piece of furniture is flipped where was the landlady it's <laughs> a good point. That would have been the loudest fucking. Oh, it was insane. Um, and Jim shows up and he's just like, "Oh my god!" And then Linda, <laughs> Linda appears and she is dressed up as as the witch trap guy. She's got like a top wear wearing a fedora, <laughs> a fedora. Yeah. <laughs> she went costume shopping. <laughs> Oh my god, this ghoul this ghoul has a flair for the dramatic. Wait, wait. Do do we say that like through the when they found out who Malf Malfador was, he, he was like a serial killer? Wait. And did they? Yeah, dude. dude he he's like a mass murderer and also the murders happened in the house that Jim's staying in. Joe, <laughs> I house I don't remember that at all. I don't think I made that up, but no, no, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Once Brandon dies, they f- he finds that he, out. He he goes to like uh back to like the microfiche and finds out that Mal- <laughs> Malfador was a, he was an axe murderer. That, that's what it was. Yeah, he was an axe murderer, and he and and he killed he killed people in Jim's own home. The the same one that Linda's in right now. <laughs> There was a Portuguese guy in Fairfield, California, killing people with an axe. Yes. Yes. Um, well, I mean, so this is witch trap. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, all right. Well, Linda throws an axe at Jim. Linda's about to kill him, but Jim punches her, which I, I, I don't care what in what situation we're in really for the most part <laughs> when you see a man punch a woman it is so alarming to see <laughs> especially with the sound effects and it's just like a huge fucking wind up f- fucking punch in the face <laughs> it's just so crazy to see um so jim punches her and of course the cops walk in and they're like oh you fucking du- you did it now jim <laughs> which imagine walking in and you see tawny katane dressed as <laughs> Just a, a man in a fedora. <laughs> uh, you'd probably just try to question everyone. Well, the cop's about to arrest Jim, but then fucking Linda. Because I was, I, was, I was thinking, you know, this is a great setup for Linda to get away or whatever happens at the end. 
But instead, Linda fucking kills the cop. <laughs> uh, Linda, Linda, who is also now Malfader, an axe murderer, tells Jim the entire plan. She's like, Jim, you're really the portal, which I guess isn't truly the plan. But Linda uh, tells Jim, yeah, you're really the portal. And as long as you live, so does he, uh, the Malfader. Uh, and Jim is about to kill himself, but then, but then takes a real fucking risk and just starts shooting the Ouija board, <laughs> which does Dude, in fact, this is, wait, this is witch trap to the T. I was just about that. to say that. <laughs> I just realized that <laughs> this is the same ending. <laughs> Except instead of a heart being thrown out the window, Jim throws himself out the window. <laughs> um, so Jim Which... shoots the Ouija board and fucking Malfader pushes Jim's out the window. And it is... It's the funniest thing this, I've ever seen. This, this, no lie, it's, it's, this is probably worth sitting through the entire movie for. Because it is the funniest slash shittiest fall... I've ever seen my entire life. This and it's so slow. Th- this is the equivalent. I, I, not the equivalent. I don't know the word for it. This is the mirror. Uh, not mirror image. It, it's. It's. The, I don't know how to explain it. It's like the brother to uh, the iced slow kill with the with the bulldozer. Except this is a fall. It's like they're related. It's the same fucking thing, but different kills entirely. He falls out of a second story window and it takes him 15 seconds to land on the ground. <laughs> and it's it's on him the entire time. And so here's the fact that I read. Uh, <laughs> the way they filmed this was they had to lay Jim on a, on a crane arm. And <laughs> the crane, the reason his hands are out instead of flailing around or it's because his shoulders needed to block the crane arm. <laughs> so he had to just leave his arms straight up and down like that. <laughs> so he so they couldn't see the crane underneath it. If he moved any any way, even like an inch, you would have seen the crane underneath him. <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> oh man. That's funny though, because I was I, I was literally wondering why, why was he so stiff? <laughs> oh my god! Well, it cuts. It's not the end yet. God fucking damn it! Uh, <laughs> we cut to a funeral, or no? We cut to a church. You church? Ass- you think it's a funeral? You almost assume it's a funeral, except that there's pink <laughs> ribbons on the pews. You could have gotten rid of those and still had the same effect. And a better effect, honestly. (laughs) But it's not a funeral. It's a wedding. And Jim is getting married in a fucking neck brace. (laughs) To Tawny. It's a beautiful ending. But that's not the ending. (laughs) Another fucking dusty finish. Uh, We cut to the apartment. Which, by the way... Fucking asshole Linda and Jim left a fucking disaster. <laughs> they just fucking left. Didn't clean up for the poor fucking landlady. They're cleaning up their fucking mess. Uh, the landlady's cleaning up. 
and uh, finds the Ouija board with all the holes shot in it. And uh, her daughter, niece or something, uh, says, uh, does it work with all these holes in it? And the mother doesn't respond. And she throws it in the trash. And then at the end, we quickly see the Ouija scope thing slide over to yes. <laughs> Super fast. <laughs> Uh, and that that that, my friends, is uh, which I almost said witch trap. It which it is, but it's also witch yeah, board. <laughs> that would not be incorrect. Yeah. <laughs> it's also witch board. Uh, next week we do witch board two, which um not thrilled about. <laughs> not fucking- I, listen, listen. We just got to get through next week, and then we hit the gold with, with Pinocchio's Revenge. I'm so fucking excited. Also, I'm pretty sure Vincente is in uh, Pinocchio's Revenge also. Um, Thank God. <laughs> so, if you thought which board's uh, uh, financials were bad, get a load of this. Which board, too, they were like, hey, buddy, we're going to give you $1.5 million to make this movie. And he said, okay. And made a hundred and sixty-eight thousand dollars. Damn, that's fucking brutal. Let me see if that's true. That's a hundred percent true. <laughs> oh my god! Um, starring Amy Dolenz. I don't know who that is. Uh, as an artist possessed by a ghost of a former occupant of her new apartment. Dude, is it the same apartment? <laughs> With the same fucking guy. So. Oh my god. I hope it is. I just fucking hope it is. Oh my god. Alright. Well. <laughs> oh, I'm looking at the cast. Julie Michaels as Susan, the ghost. <laughs> um. Alright. Well. There's no good facts on this one. TV Guide awarded the film two out of five stars, writing an extra an ordinary but nicely executed horror film. Witchboard two like suggests that way too high. <laughs> they gave they gave Witchboard uh, like three or four out of five. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Witchboard two suggests that the Ouija board is the devil's monopoly game. The the this modest chiller lacks the trashy sex and explicit violence diehard fan. To diehard buffs demand, but young couples searching for a makeout movie may give it two thumbs up. <laughs> Why would you even rate that two stars? You're basically like, this movie's only good if you don't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> this movie's great if you ignore the entire fucking thing. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, that's all I got. Do we have anything else to talk about? Are we good? I think we're good, man. Uh, Patreon's still not up. I will try to get it up this week. Work's been crazy for me. Um, so this week, I think I'll slow down a little bit, maybe. And uh, I'll try and get it up. Everyone's asking about it. It's crazy. Um, so I'll get that up. And uh, hopefully some new merch coming down the pipe very, very soon. Um, so. And by the way, the relaunch of the Patreon isn't delayed because I'm totally lazy. But I'm trying to f- figure out something very cool to do for the f- the first round of people that um, subscribe to our Patreon to to make it worth their while. And I think Joe and I are going to do, uh, we've got some ideas. So I, I know 
that I'm, I think one idea we should do, and whether it's just me or Joe pops in from time to time, cause he's got a tougher schedule than I do is, uh, do a watch along with a movie. If people want to do that, totally down with that. I think we can do that on something. And then the other thing Joe and I want to do is talk about, um, movie ma- TV shows made well before we were born <laughs> that we both love for no reason. <laughs> Dude, I'm all on board for that. Nobody our age group should like those shows as much as we do, and we fucking do. So I, I'm so excited. I I I am so excited. So I'm I want to watch Welcome Back, Cotter. I want to watch. I want to watch Happy Days. We'll just do a Nick. We'll basically do a Nick at Night podcast for Patreon. Love it. And we'll it. we'll watch but whatever it- we want to watch and just talk about it, and it'll be good. Yeah, and have have like a looser structure than we do for this. Oh, show. way just looser, like, way looser. Because like mean, recap our thoughts on it. Yeah, cool. exactly, exactly. <laughs> I told Joe. <laughs> although, what? Although going going scene by scene for Welcome Back, Cotter is real. I'm a little drunk, but <laughs> going scene by scene for Welcome Back, Cotter is really fucking funny. <laughs> In this scene, Freddie Boom Boom Washington stands <laughs> up. <laughs> Uh, John Travolta walks in and says, up your nose with a rubber hose. <laughs> the, the insult king of New York. The insult king of New York. That is not a joke. The The kids are like, listen, man, you don't want to go toe-to-toe with... Uh, what's his character name? Uh, 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 fuck. Why do I remember Freddy Boom Boom and not him? Oh, my God. It's uh, <laughs> it's not Danny, is it? Vin, Vin, no, no, no. It's, it's uh, um, uh, Vinny Barbarino. Vinny Barbarino. They're like... They're talking to Cotter, and they're like, listen, man, you don't want to go toe-to-toe with, with Barbarino. He's the insult king of New York. He's won all these New York City insult championships. And the first thing John Travolta says to him, he's like, hey, Cotter, up your nose with a rubber hose. And the whole class is like, oh, my God. They lose their fucking minds. They're falling out of the I can't seats. wait. I can't wait to watch. I've seen every dude, dude. That was like the best summer of my life. <laughs> every fucking Thursday, I would just watch Welcome Back, Cotter episodes. Dude, it's incredible. It's fucking incredible. <laughs> my favorite part about the the first episode, the pilot, too, is he goes home because Cotter's a substitute, and he goes home and uh, his wife. He's telling his wife about his day, and she's like, "That sounds awful. Don't do it anymore." <laughs> And he's like, I don't know, these kids. And then the kids show up to his fucking house. And I'm like, hey, Connor, you're pretty all right. (laughs) (laughs) I'd call the police so fast. (laughs) My 40-year-old high school student showed up. (laughs) Then definitely never go back to work. (laughs) Absolutely not. It was 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 new heart new heart. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, I don't usually get this drunk while we record. But, yeah, whatever. Um, was new heart on uh, Nick at night? Dude, a one hundred percent was. It was. It, <laughs> I'm so excited for Patreon. I'll download. I'll download new heart tonight. Dude, Bob Newhart is still alive. He's ninety fucking years old. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> that's unbelievable. Dude, making making Daryl and my other brother Daryl jokes, <laughs> and not a single fucking person our age knows what I'm referencing. It was the bane of my existence. <laughs> Dude, Bob Newhart didn't Bob Newhart break the fourth wall in his show? 
Wouldn't he like? Uh, just, wouldn't he, I'm like ninety percent sure he would say something and then like look at the camera like, oh god. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know if he was intentionally doing it or not, but he did. he also has a big fucking droopy face, so. Anything that he says or does is just automatically funny. It's you know, like some people have, some people have like a face for comedy. Like he doesn't even have to say anything funny. He just looks like a fucking clown. You're hundred percent right. I'm laughing so hard. Oh my god. Because <laughs> really, when he does look straight at the camera, he's not making a face. He's not making like a Paul face at the camera. Like, would you believe that? No, no, he's literally just, just like, looking. It's, 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 <laughs> His cheeks are just drooping. <laughs> I can't wait to do this. <laughs> oh my god. Alright. <laughs> I'm going to download all the new heart episodes. Alright, well that's it for this week, guys. Thanks, Joe, for uh, doing this. I'm excited to be back. Everyone has said such nice things to us. It's really great. Um, seriously I, I mean the the response has been great and like people reaching out it's been awesome yeah so thank you it really has and uh if you have left a review recently i saw a bunch of positive ones if you send me an email sean at i hate horror.com um let me know your review and i will send you some stickers in the mail and if you have done that since we ended the show because i know there was a bunch of people that did that then too uh, also send me an email and I'll get you out some stickers. I don't know how many we have left of the old batch, but I'll, I'll order up some new ones um, and I'll get those out to you guys this week. Uh, and that's it guys. Thank you so much. I'll, I, I'm going to be posting to the social media more. Um, if you think we should have a Facebook page, I can reinstate it. Uh, I just don't really want to do anything with it, but um, if you, if you prefer it or you think it would benefit us, let me know. And I can put that back up. But I think uh, Twitter and Instagram, that's going to be it. Twitter, it's at I Hate Horror Show. Instagram at I Hate Horror. Uh, I think I lost the Snapchat name, I Hate Horror. I'm trying to get it from Snapchat. So, anyway, that's it. Um, And for Joe, this is Sean. Stay weird. Thank you. Adios. Fucking zombie getting sliced and diced.